Welcome back. I am Clint McElroy, your uh, your DM, your GM. Which is it? GM? GM. I'm your M. And uh, this you're is... My, you're just my master? That's no, no good. I am I'm the master. master. Are you ready to play? You ready to jump in on Hell this? Hell yeah, I am, Dad. I'm clipping, though, so let me fix that. He's not ready to play, because he's clipping. Okay, now I'm not clipping, and I'm ready to play. I was thinking right. about, and we, we've never done this before, but I was thinking about we should start this episode uh, like this. Wait, you're going to make us gods? Right, so then it like picks <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, picks right up. People love that oh, shit. I've never done that. Okay. I'm going to work real hard, by the way, to try to come up with a character voice. Um, We're going to see how I do. Okay. I actually, this is like a really super weird coincidence, but I looked it up. And I did a lot of research on it, and it turns out that Remy sounds exactly like I do. It's, it's like really so, very, very strange. It's just so difficult to tell when it's you and when it's Remy. Well, if That's I talk about if I talk about jumping very high or being on Ninja Warrior, you can assume that that is me embodying Remy in that moment. Because okay. I've never fine. I've never been on Ninja Warrior, and my jumps are pathetic. What, what and a, what if a, you talk about spilling coffee on your computer, we'll know it's you, Griffin. Oh my God, it's everywhere. It got in every hole, every crack, <laughs> every plug, every crevice. But tell us about what got on the computer. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Okay. Um, uh, so let's do like a smash cut, okay? Let me, okay? I'll just kick it off. Okay, smash cut. You're going to make us Todds? <laughs> <laughs> no, gods. Gods. Uh, with and with a capital G. That's good. I I'm not sure if I want to be a god, but I definitely don't want to be a Todd. This is really not a metaphysical discussion. It's it's it, it's more along the lines of abilities and powers. You are speaking florally, like you're gonna make us super powerful. Not that you're gonna make us live on big mountain in the sky, or maybe down on under the earth. Or um, I mean, you could you could have just said that. It was a you, cool way to. It was a cool way to button up the conversation. I think. I mean, yes, no, and it, and it obviously failed. <laughs> well, I mean, it listen. It made an impact. We're talking about it, aren't we? But maybe next time, just say, "I'm going to perform experiments on you to try to make you more powerful than you are." It's not a very good end of a podcast episode, though. Yeah, that, to be that, honest. Yeah, well, no, listen. Um, yeah, we all know that. Remy, but, Remy stands there kind of quietly and contemplatively for a while, and he says, "All right, uh." Heat vision, then, I guess. Yeah, heat vision for me too. Do we, <laughs> do we get to pick? Because I would like to be invisible, please. Uh, no, not really. Uh, it's kind of a crapshoot. We haven't done this too many times. It, it, it'll all make sense to you tomorrow morning. Doodly, 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 doodly. <laughs> yeah, didn't we just? It's to tomorrow s- morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are in uh, the. Um, in the medical wing of the humanities division. Well, uh, are we? Because according to the Roll20 map I'm looking at, we are trapped in some kind of demonic hellscape that oh is Dad's God. imagination. Dad is, I'm looking at this map, and again, Justin's going to post hopefully all these to the Twitter I don't account. even think I could get how good it is yeah. in a screenshot. I, I think Dad might can be. Can you zoom out so you can get like the yeah, full yeah, there's a, there's a, scope? A, of, oh, a there we go. There, okay. Yeah. So capture the whole okay. thing. Because it's important because these are clues because I think our dad's the fucking Zodiac killer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I need to make okay. I can't make the little icons smaller. I'm, I'll try to get as much of the good stuff as I can because it's like it's all so buck wild. There's okay, a, there's I, some I think objects from Half Life in here. 
There's a. Uh... My favorite is to really sell the. It's a science room. There's just a periodic table of elements. Uh, I like around. that's a character. Oh, that's a, ca- that's a character. It's it's, it's it, me, Purity. It's Tableo. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Joe, your buddy Joe. Remember, my okay. name is uh, my name is Joe. I'm a periodic table of elements that He's came to life. I'm a scientist. <laughs> well, of course, a witch cast me. I trapped me in this table of elements. If now a periodic take... table of elements did come to life, it would be a scientist. I think we could all agree on that. I want to teach you kids all about the noble gases. <laughs> um. All right. So all right, sorry. So you step into the installation. Installation. Um, this room is uh, bisected into two halves with uh, by a large, thick, transparent wall. And on the left side is a, like a big pumping device. And Grace is standing there prepping that machine. On the right side are these large tanks. Joe, or the periodical table, is uh, standing there prepping it. In the middle of the wall is a large, impressive-looking metallic door. But the room that you're in when you first walk in is kind of dominated. There's a uh, a circular table right in the middle of the room on this half of the room. And is that and also a character? Are all tables characters no, or just some no, of them? But the computer bank standing there is Potts. Okay. See, your, <laughs> your iconography, the rules of it are so... I don't know what is object and what is person, but I love well, it. Well, Potts is is over IT. I gotcha, I gotcha. No, so I, he's I a computer? computer. I would know that keyboard anywhere. So as you step in, Joe greets you. All right. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome to the big day. How's everybody feeling? A little nervous, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest. I, yeah, me, not, me too. Not about the science, but that I'll get, you know, a lame power, like, um, you know, getting... Getting real small or, you know, super tasting or something like that. I'm fine. Well, that's good, dear. Okay, so uh, first thing you do is uh, take off your robes and uh, hang them on those pegs over there and we'll get started. Now, it's totally up to you guys. Uh, You can either be naked under the robes or you can have on like little Speedo things. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go with weird not energy. naked. Yeah, I'll go not, with naked. not naked. Thank you very much. Naked, kind of a we- yeah, kind weird, of a weird vibe. vibe that you've just told us to dress to our comfort, Dad. <laughs> yeah, still your <laughs> sons. It. I know you're it's having fun like the- and you're in your fantasy just- world, but it's just like the spa. Dressed down to your own comfort. Except not. It's like if you walked into work and the boss was like, okay, cool. Do you want to be naked or what? <laughs> um. Yeah. I ju- I'll just wear my underwear. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so you uh, you they open the great big impressive metallic hatch and you step into the other half of the room. This is a very impressive metallic hatch. We it's love from IKEA. We love our big metallic hatches here on the Adventure Zone. Uh, over on the left side, there are machines on the corresponding sides of the big uh, clear wall. Uh, there's uh, some intake fans and. What else? Outgive fans? What's output? the opposite of intake? Outtake? Oh, okay. Out- output? Intake outtake fans in front of the big pumping thing on the other side of the no, wall. No, outtake fans are the people who watch America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Yipes. Woof. And there are great big cylinders on the other side of the, uh, the machine where uh, Joe had been. But the room is dominated by three uh, pads, three circular pads, 
uh, on the floor that look like they're like covered with a kind of mesh, a very fine mesh. And over each one of those pads is an array of metallic arms with a nozzle at the end of each one. And that is directly over uh, those pads. Um, Grace uh, hands you a uh, a kind of skull cap thing to to place over your your heads, uh, and there are earbuds in the uh, in the skull cap. Also, a pair of goggles each, and a respirator with a built-in microphone. I ask Grace. So, is it like standard protocol? Like we have to get a spray tan before we get the superpowers, <laughs> or it's very similar. I think you're going to find it a very pleasurable experience, actually. Weird. You've, you've modeled the superpower injection process after spray tanning, like like we're on Toddlers and Tierras, just, just making sure this is good science. It's exactly good science. Trust me, it's very good science. When you're ready, when you've got the skull caps on, the goggles on, the respirator, uh, step up on uh, those pads. Remy, Nadia's already done. Nadia's already on there. Skull Remy, cap. You're on the All of you're it. on the pad on the left. Nadia, you're on the pad on the right. Irene, you're on the pad in the middle. Oh, okay. Do the, pad, do the pads correspond to different superpowers? Because is there a heat vision pad? Um, there is not specifically a heat vision pad. Okay. Uh, but they are calibrated to your own individual uh, biology, so I, I'm afraid it is that order. Cool. Have let's go. Let's go. Way. I got work to do. Come on. All right. Now, we're going to need a minute or two to calibrate. Um, so why don't you three just uh, take a moment to uh, gather your thoughts, maybe share a little bit, talk to each other, and we'll get started here in just a minute. And then Grace steps through the metal portal and closes it behind her okay everybody uh top movie is that good top top, top movie? movie like fa- my favorite top movie, movie. Like, yeah like number one nadia points to the headphones and the respirator and kind of shrugs like mm, sorry <laughs> Wait, i nadia mm? nadia uh, mm, favorite movie points, points to the headphones i mm, ah all right, I'm going to pick a movie for Nadia. Um, let's see. Oh, Flubber. Flubber. She loves science. Flubber. <laughs> Nadia's eyes narrow. <laughs> Is your favorite movie Flubber, Nadia? It's probably Flubber. It's probably or the Nutty Flubber. Professor Nadia, 2, hey, The Clumps. Nadia, don't say anything if it's Flubber or the Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. Just stay completely silent. Nadia's kind of shaking. <laughs> okay. All right. So she picked Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. It's it's the fly. It's the fly. Oh, shit. Oh, it's the I fly. That. What about you? Uh, it's actually Flubber, which is weird. I, I... That is so strange. <laughs> It's just, a, it's a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of very high jumping. I was a kid, and I, I watched, you know, Rob Williams jump real high with the flubber on his shoes, and I was like, hey, that looks pretty good. It was actually what inspired me to become a, you know, a good jumper, so I owe a lot, I owe a lot to that film. Me. What about what about you, Irene? We're all Tannenbaums. Natch. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the better ones. Of the movies, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, of the movies, I think it's probably one of the better ones. Okay, your earbuds crackle and you hear the voice of thoughts. <laughs> okay, gang, we're getting ready. Now, let me just explain to you what's going to happen so you don't completely freak out. 
moderate freaking out is okay. Those nozzles up above you are going to spray what we call skinthetic, which Ooh. is a version of Nadia's artificial skin. Okay, see have. you in court. Go on. <laughs> that, no, actually, it was part of your agreement. If you noticed, you signed it away. Ah. Uh, and it will spray the synthetic in an aerosol form, and it will cover you and harden. Um, <laughs> Space Cadet used to call them your golems because they sort of make you look like kind of rough carved. And then Joe's voice cuts in and says, uh, not now. Uh, we need to hear from them. You need to, 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 to keep the chatter off the, uh, off the line. You did say, just real quick, that it wasn't going to be a, specifically not going to be a skin cocoon situation, and I'm, it sounds like maybe you're going back on that deal, maybe you've changed your mind about some stuff. Oh, it's, it's a skin cocoon. Okay, fantastic. We just, we, we talked it over with HR, and uh, Irene and her cohorts agreed that it was better that you not just completely wig out. It's all about branding, you know what I mean? It's sure. like, you're not going to call it skin cocoon, call it synthetics right. or whatever. This, this go, the synthetic starts to spray out of the nozzles. And it I'm a hungry to... little caterpillar, let's do it! And it's covering you all. Um, and uh, so Pot says, all right, everybody doing okay? Tell me what's going through your heads while this is happening. I'm, I'm just thinking of all the work I'm going to do as, like, super smart... Some kind of like mega scientist, I guess. I, I, this is super yucky. And also, my eyes don't feel hot at all. And I'm pretty bummed about that. Irene, I'm really scared. Okay. Well, d you're doing fine. Just keep breathing in your respirator. Just keep talking to me. Um, and, uh, it, you'll, you, you'll probably notice some changes in the consistency. You've got your arms extended. You look just like, uh, Sam in Quantum Leap, your your arms are extended to give the uh, synthetic total access. Is gotta, so, is the synthetic supposed to smell like cinnamon roll or? No, that's your own that's your own breath coming through the respirator. Oh. Yeah, so I did have cinnamon rolls. I have this mystery solved. I have an itch on my tummy. I can't do nothing about it. Please, please, can someone get in here and help me out? I so the the golems around you have hardened. And it's just kind of a waiting game. Again, Potts chimes in. All right, tell me how you're feeling. Irene, are you, are you still nervous? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what's going to happen what, is... What exactly in the past five minutes do you think would have dispelled my fears? Well, it's about to get worse. At this point, we activate the pumps. When they activate the pumps, the stem plants uh, fill the chamber in the air and are immediately attracted to your golems and start working their way into the actual synthetics and think of it as like a medium. The stem plants in Could, could I have a large? Bodies. <laughs> Sorry, it's I'll just, give you a I have broad make. shoulders, you know? So you really don't feel anything. Maybe a, a, a little bit of a tingle, but that's... I mean, that's my tummy it. itch situation is very serious, and I, I feel very a little immediate. bit of a tingle. Is that is that normal? Just a little bit of one. Just a little bit of the tingle. Is, yeah, it's is just awesome. a little. I'm getting some ASMR. Is that normal? Yes. All right. So it, it there's a it, there's a different time frame for everybody. As as we watch from the control room, 
We can see seams starting to appear in Remy's golem. And large chunks of it just start sloughing off and falling to the ground. And when that happens, when that happens, the nozzle array over Remy withdraws and raises up into the ceiling. I fall to my knees because I imagine that was pretty exhausting and disorienting. I just kind of stay there on my knees for a little bit. And then I look up and with both hands, I touch my temples and open my eyes wide and just yell and pew, pew. You start making that sound? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No powers have manifested for Remy. Aww. Which is not that unusual because, as you know, it's a three-part system. Okay. All of a sudden, places start appearing on Irene's golem. They look like sparks, but they're moving around on the surface of the golem. And when that happens, Irene's nozzle array starts to withdraw, like Remy's did. But when they move, the sparks move to the top of the golem's head and point at the nozzle array. And there's a pulse and this surge of electricity, an arc of electricity, shoots up and hits the nozzle array. Oh, shit. And when that happens... All the lights flicker, but come back on. And Pot says, Irene, talk to me. What's going on in there? I, I don't know. I feel strange. The sparks are moving around. This time, they are facing Remy. They all come together into that one spot. And when that happens, at the same time, Remy, you feel that tingling sensation give like a huge surge all through your body. Yeah, I'm going to fucking somersault right out and of the way. just then, the f- sparks on the body pulse right in front of you. Roll yeah. athletics. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that is zero, but I have a uh, plus five athletics, and I also... Do I have superpowers now? You have superpowers now. Well, then I also have uncanny dodge. If you see a projectile coming, you can get out of the way. With clever gymnastics, you gain plus two to defense rolls when uh, dodging ranged attacks. So that's so a that's seven. seven. <laughs> All right. Describe the leap. Uh, I think it's almost like he doesn't realize what he's doing because, I mean, he doesn't know that he has superpowers. So I think he just like his body, he moves it in a way where he thinks he's just kind of moving to the right a little bit, but he actually like plants a hand on the ground and jumps 10 feet into the air off the handspring and lands like flawlessly and looks at his looks at him, his hands and his feet and looks up at uh, pots on the other side of the glass like, uh, 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 uh. All right, and the the arc of electricity hits your the pad where you had been standing. The lights flicker again, but come back on. Irene, you, you need Gra- to, Irene. I don't know if you can hear me. You need to chill in there, maybe. Uh, Grace speaks in your earbuds uh, and says Nadia's vitals are all over the place, and Nadia's golem has started to shift and move without any seams. And Joe says, ah, that's new. 
But when Nadia's golem starts to move, the sparks shift towards the side where Nadia is. Jesus. And Joe says in the earbuds, Nadia, your golem's moving. It's very important that it not move. And Pot says, Remy, we can't open the hatch to help you until the filaments are pumped out of the room. What do you do? Does it look like electricity is about to shoot at, because you said it was the, the electricity was forming on Irene about to hit Nadia? It was, Amy. yeah, when, when Nadia's golem started to move, the sparks moved in that direction. I, I mean, I can either go look at those fans or I can try to help Nadia or Irene out, right? Your call. It's an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> so they're both, they're both still in their golems, right? They're both they still. They are still in their golems. I ask, can I... Can I can I move Irene? Can I try to get this lightning from stop blasting all over the around the room? I don't know if I would move her. It's still in the process until she comes out of the golem. It's it would be extremely dangerous. Okay, I want to try to talk to Irene to get her to calm calm down or like gain some control over this thing. I don't know if that would be empathy or rapport, but if I can't move her, it feels like this is this is the thing I can do to stop this situation from escalating right now. Okay? Um, it can, is Nadia still responsive and hearing and everything? No, Nadia, you guys are in communication. I, I, I say, Nadia, you gotta help me calm Irene down or else she's gonna fry both of us. I'm a little, uh, distracted, if okay. I'm going to be honest. There's, uh, a lot going on right now, um, but, uh, I will do what I can. In the meantime, you could maybe draw her fire. Uh, oh, yeah, it seems like it's attracted to movement. I can do that. I I run over just towards Irene and start, I don't know. I, I, I do a flip right in front of Irene trying to move around more than Nadia is to try to attract the, the fire. The sparks shift to okay. the other side, and there's a pulse, and another arc of electricity starts to head your way. I roll out of the way of it. All right. That's a fucking 10. Excellent. Yeah, you you roll you, so good, you become Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I literally, <laughs> I literally go supersonic with that one. The lightning arc instead hits the wall, and this time, the lights flicker and go out. Oh my god! And Potts says, "Irene, Irene." In the darkness, you hear that sloughing sound again, and the lights come back up. Justin, what do we see? Finally! Oh. I demand meat! <laughs> who, the, who is this? Who are you? My name is Cardala, little man, and I have been freed from the Irene prison, and I demand meat. Does anybody... Can you... Two things. Can I don't have any meat. I'm basically nude right now, but also, please stop shooting lightning at all of us. Oh, of course. Potts' voice kicks in. Remy, the filaments are almost cleared, and security is on the way, but if anything <sighs> happens to Nadia while she's still in gold, Irene rips out her earpieces. Or, sorry, Cardala rips out her earpieces. No way. Remy, we can't let her harm Nadia in any way, shape, or form until she comes out of the golem. It would be fatal. Little man, you will direct me to meat, or you will be meat, or you will... Is this your prison? 
Have you created this prison for me? Uh, no. We were doing a ritual to summon you to our work. I don't know. That's a bad lie. I don't know what's going on, but this isn't a prison. We're going to get out of here in just a second. We just need to be patient for, like, a minute. I understand you are afraid of the demon. I, too, have been shook to my core. Ah, just kidding, little man. I am not afraid. Shall I destroy it for you? No. And Irene <laughs> starts, uh, Cardala starts to walk over to uh, smash uh, Nadia. <laughs> I, I run between them. No, 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 no. Not a demon. Everything's good. Uh, that's Look my- Look at it. Yeah. No, it's the skin all over and it's moving around and stretching around all weird and that's but that's I think normal and we are super good here and I I have jerky, you know jerky like it's like old meat. It's good as hell though. I have a lot of that back in my dorm so I'll swing by and, and get you some of that here in like 5 minutes tops. I am famished for I cannot count the days. I have watched the world through the prison of Irene Baker. And now I am finally free, and I wish nothing more than to dine on flesh. Flesh? But I can be patient. Good. On the other side of the wall, uh, back in the control room, Martine and Sylvain enter the monitor chamber with weapons drawn. Mm, Ooh, okay. Martine says, open the hatch, Potsy. And Potts refuses. Patsy, I would listen to them. Open the hatch. Uh, this hatch. Don't do that. Not till Nadia's awake. Nadia, can you hear me? Can you, f- like, finish molting or whatever? Who is Nadia? Where is she? She's the demon one you thought she you, was. You, you hear Joe in your earbuds. Nadia, listen to me. For some reason, the synthetics seem to be reacting with your body. You are not going to be able to reject the synthetic. It will not slough off. You, it seems to be reacting to your arm for some reason. Oh yeah, I have the the skin the skin graft. Um, this is unexpected. Give me a second. I would like to roll will. Okay. Oh wait, I have a program that does that. Not great, but uh, a two. So okay, fair. I'm going to because okay. So here's why I'm doing this. What Nadia knows about her creation, the the bioskin, the synthetic, as you are calling it, is that it reacts uh, to your body. It becomes part of your body. So if this is um, doing a skin, if it's attached to the skin graft that she already has, she is trying to somehow, uh, you know, make it become part, work with her body instead of against it. Uh, okay, I like that. It, your your body starts to actually absorb the synthetic. Over on the other side of the wall, Martine said instructs Sylvain, and Sylvain goes over and restrains Potts. Hey, hey, pulls, hey, hey, come on. Pulls Potts away, pulls Potts away from the control room, and Martine starts punching buttons to open the hatch. Give me just one more minute. I think I've almost got it. Joe says... You and your fella do not run things here, Martine. Three department heads here say give him time. And Martine says, I'll give you one minute. I'm the one department head with a gun. You're going to shoot everybody, you ding dong? Nadia, you need to roll 
I'd say roll will again to see if you can stabilize. I'm going to roll science. Okay. Eat that skin. Oh, wait. I have a program. Why did that? You just forgot it within the span of okay, like 90 seconds. Okay, but I did. Seconds. I rolled uh, three. Three pluses oh, and a it's blank. Not in the pro. We, why we're using I the know. program specifically for Travis. But I rolled three pluses and a blank plus four. So seven. Okay. Do these guys have guns drawn on Cardala? On the other side of the hatch, yeah. Uh-oh. They're through the glass, right? Yeah, but, well, that's why she wants to open the hatch. They couldn't shoot through the glass. Can I see that? Is it like a transparent situation, or I can I can see? It is transparent. Okay, yeah. Cardala walks up and smashes the, uh, punches the glass as hard as she can with her fist. Okay. Do Sorry, it's just like, it, it is untenable that they would have guns drawn on her. Okay. Okay, it's a negative one, and I guess this would be... Uh, physique or yeah, physique or, or fight or fight. Physique is like fe- physique is like feats of strength. I don't think it's. Fi- I think it'd be physique. Physique. Yeah. Okay. okay. So three minus one, so a two, which according to the fate ladder is fair. Fair. Okay. The uh, the 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 transparent wall splinters, spider webs. At that point, the hatch pops open, and Martine says, Okay, looks like everything's okay. Everybody's fine. Everybody's stabilized. Great. She holsters her weapon. Instructs Sylvain. He holsters his weapon. She says, Terrific. All right, you guys. Patch them up, feed them, get them outfitted. Wait, you can't just come in here and point guns at everybody and then be cool about it. I demand battle. It's coming. Trust me. Um, but not now. We need to get you skimming and in the air in one hour. Um, I am but- going to, like a cinder block, punch Martine with my new giant polymer fist. And that would be a five. All right. That hits her. <laughs> hits her. Yes. Doesn't hurt her. This demon craves battle. I like this demon. Uh, and she sprawls on the floor. Sylvain draws down S- on you. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, I was just really angry. And, huh? I see. Interesting. wasn't ex- wasn't expecting that at all. Huh? You could turn your body into a rock like the Kirby power. <laughs> Apparently. Do another rock. Do a different... Can you be a... Uh, yeah, let me see. Hold on. Uh, name a weapon. Uh, two swords. Okay. Spear. I, I'll i do the two swords first. I'll do a spear first, because she gets angry real fast. Okay, spear. Let's see. Will plus two, so six. Form a spear Um, with one hand. Mm, shield, maybe? So that's uh, eight to form a shield with the other hand. Huh. Interesting. Oh, uh, yes. I help help uh, Martine up. <laughs> Sorry. And, she, and, and she, she smiles at you. She wipes away a little bit of blood coming out of her nose. And Martine says, I like it. Nice job, everybody. Yeah. Now get them ready. They're in the air in one hour. Who shall I punch? No. Let's. Can somebody meet her? Get her some meat? This is, she has sort of a one-track mind about, hey, by the way, is Irene just gone? What happened? Irene is a prison. 
that mm-hmm. was constructed yeah. to keep me, Cardala. She, she was actually pretty cool. It can we can we talk to Irene? Is Irene in there? Uh, sure, go ahead. Ask uh, Irene something. Irene, what's your favorite movie? I love to watch movies, okay, and so I eat popcorn also. I, I think Irene's gone. That oh, was a trick. Hey, Car- <laughs> Cardala. <laughs> Cardala, I just also like want to know what are you? Is this like a Jekyll and Hyde situation? Is is did are, what's going on? My name is the Thunder Goddess Cardala. You may call me Cardala. Cool. I watch over people of the North and protect them and serve bounty, but mainly I have been imprisoned for years yeah, inside, inside a prison, a called, prison called Irene, Irene. Bre- yeah. Baker. You know of her, yes. Yeah. Now I have been freed, and all I desire at the moment is meat. I will figure out next steps after that. Big uh, picture. Okay. Um. You know what? Actually, I'm pretty hungry, too. If we could grab a sandwich or something, I am yes. now apparently human silly putty, um, and it's a lot to process. So I, Remy says, oh, yeah, I could eat. And I try to take like a step towards the door, but I leap like 20 feet forward and crash into the wall. And I'm like, okay, I got to recalibrate, I guess, my movement a little bit. I think I can jump super good, by the way, which, to be a little bit honest, is a little disappointing because I did already know how to jump pretty good. And also, like... I was an Olympic athlete, and I trained for that my whole life and didn't get weekends or a childhood, really. So if I knew that they could just sort of matrix super jumping into you, I probably would have just, like, wasted all my time playing Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. Well, wasting more of my time playing Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. To be fair, I thought I would become some kind of, like, well, I was going to say Reed Richards, and I guess that that is more... Yeah, circle gets the square. Yeah, I meant in the super smart scientist way... But I think the stretchy way, I guess. Let me see. And she tries to stretch, and she cannot do that. Okay. Okay, so I... Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not stretchy. Um, Pots, is there any way I can go again and maybe see if I get heat vision this time or flight or... Well, no, but I'll tell you one thing, Remy. Well, our indicators show there's there's still some... Powers being processed in your hands, so um, and maybe they'll manifest themselves later on. Heat but beams. I stick All of us are just no, just no, him. just Remy. Oh, just Remy. Something. I. Uh, it's. It's. It's like uh, some kind of energy flow, but it's. It's tough to tell. Uh, but, it, it. It may show up later, so we'll just keep an eye on the situation. But it's in my hand. It's in my hands. Mm-hmm. In my hands. Y'all know that one? (laughs) Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your game player and your best friend and your personal chef. I got a fresh cannoli here. Thanks for listening to The Adventure Zone. It's the second episode of our commitment arc that Daddy is running. And we're so grateful to him for all the stories and all the fruits of his imagination. This just the succulent brain fruits that he has gifted to all of us. Uh, we hope that you are enjoying this uh, this short form arc. I think it's going to run three or four episodes, and we are having like a lot of fun doing it. And I, I hope that you are too. But enough about us. I want to tell you about our sponsors this week. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it 
to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. 
Got some Jumbotrons uh, here for you. Our first one is for Blackstone, and it's from Tipsy, who says, Thanks for being my best friend. Taco Bell Talks, Redheads, Johnny Fitz, Onyx, Mariana, and Svengar. Also, remember that time that Victor had Taco, Magnus, and Merle guest star? He probably owes Taz some royalties. Also, fuck John Hamm. Boy, those last two sentences were both pretty challenging. Um, especially the one about how you all owe us, definitely. Let me punch it in my calculator that I definitely have. Click, 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 click my buttons, buttons. Uh, $55,000 per day. Per, starting now. Until June. Also have a message for Andy, and it's from your brothers, your brothers, and Sarah, who say, Happy birthday to our favorite youngest brother. We love you, and we hope you keep leveling up and finding new epic quests in your life. We're so glad to see you uh, grow up into an amazing, nerdy, tall, fun, kind man. We love you. Happy birthday. And his birthday's around November 12th, so this is, this is a pretty timely little message. Uh, congratulations, Andy, on leveling up. It's, uh, as somebody who hit 30th level earlier this year, let me tell you, once you unlock the elemental skill tree, the game really opens up. Because when you turn 30, you can start doing fireballs. Everybody knows that. Read any anatomy book. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's been tweeting about the show using the the Zonecast hashtag. It has been so helpful. People have been very, very kind in how they've been sharing the show uh, as we move into this sort of transition phase before we get into season two. And I cannot tell you how much we appreciate that. Um, we are, you know, only a couple episodes into this story that that Dad's telling, and it'll be over in a couple more episodes. But like, we're already really super into it, and seeing folks like fan art for this stuff and cosplay for this stuff um is it's it's really cool and uh it, it means it means a lot to us so uh we we sure do appreciate that we also appreciate max fun for having us you can go to maximumfun.org and check out all the great podcasts there uh shows like lady to lady uh stop podcasting yourself tights and fights just john hodgman jordan jesse go and so many others all at maximumfun.org and if you want to check out our other podcasts and our other video stuff that we do you can go to mcelroyshows.com Uh, I think that's it. Uh, enjoy the rest of the episode. The next episode of the Adventure Zone Commitment will be up on Thursday the 16th. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. It's an hour later, and you're on a skimmer. Have we eaten? You're, you're zipping over the waves of the Gulf of Mexico... And there are hoagie uh, crumbs and wrappers and strombolis and uh, uh, hot brown remnants. You've just eaten the hell out of a bunch of meat sandwiches. Little man, remind me. This one's strom... Strumb... Stromboli. Stromboli. It's Italian. Yes. It's Italian for the good sandwich. I very much enjoy the stromboli. <laughs> so, you're zipping along, and, uh, of course, remember, these are drones that are piloted back uh, by a pilot on the Berg. So, it's just you three. Um, 
but there is a, uh, a monitor with a speaker. As you fly along, Parsons, who is the head of um, risk understanding and basically makes the assignments, says, uh, Hi, everybody. I'm sorry that we, we had to put you in this situation. Oh, that's good. So good. Where, uh, you a man are, of a thousand voices. You find yourselves in this. I, I apologize, but this is of immediate need. And you are the only intact uh, superpowered trio we have at this time. We're we're D- still doing the. Did implement- they die? Yeah, intact is a horrible. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, alive. You are the only three successful ones so far. There was but a chance of unsuccess. W- yeah. Wait. Uh, well, you knew the job was dangerous when you took we it. We did Fred. not. We explicitly did not know the job was dangerous when we took it. You are on a rescue mission. And it's of vital importance. You are going to recover. Uh, her name's Mary, but we called her Space Cadet. Uh, she was in the diplomatic department. Uh, she was one of the first recipients of the stem plant technology. And basically, uh, Mary is like a human Wi-Fi network um, within uh, the 100-yard the space. She can basically connect to practically any kind of electronics and exert control over them. But like I said, this is one of the first ones. And um, there were some after effects that we did not anticipate. Is she, is she evil now? Is that what's going on? No, no. Okay. Um, but the technology was not as refined Um and her psyche was damaged, mm-hmm. and she fled. She fled the Berg without us knowing it. If if she does not get proper treatment, uh, her condition is going to deteriorate, and we're afraid the paranoia will turn inward, and, and she may harm herself. We really don't want that to happen. Now, as you know, we cannot remove the stem plants, but we do have some treatments that will 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 help her lead a normal life. Um, does she have two? Does she have two folks with her? Also, given her in this like a trio, a triumvirate situation. Uh, you're right, Remy. But as far as we know, no, nobody else from the program has has left. Like I said, she was one of the first ones, and just when the powers activated with the the other two, it just uh, it went bad for Mary. Um, um a now- quick quick clarifying question. Um, did you try marijuana once, and did you inhale? <laughs> um. I did not inhale. Okay, fantastic. Um, but I also have a peanut allergy, so I'm not who you think I am. Um, oh, twist. Now, Jamie, who works in my department, too, I believe you met her at the mixer. Um, as a matter of fact, I believe that is who you had kind of a butting of heads with. Ah, um, yes. Bad Jamie with and names, I, is Nadia. Jamie and I suspect that uh, Space Cadet has taken refuge in an abandoned theme park on the Gulf of Louisiana, on the Gulf Coast of Louisiana. Uh, the park was built by her parents. Do you, uh, you remember the televangelist uh, Stan and Sally Sage? They were very big. They were, uh, had their own TV network, uh, and, and they were very, very successful. But they were indicted six years ago. Now, this, they opened this theme park. And it shut down. Is it a religious theme Noah's Ark theme park? It is a Bible related theme park. Every Excellent. every creature, every person that you see there, a lot of audio. I mean, a lot of animatronics. 
Uh, they are all from the Bible. Are we going to have to? I'm sorry. Are we going to have to deal with like robot Jesus and stuff? Uh, our intelligence does not extend that far. <laughs> That's a yes from Dad. So I do not know. That's a hard Clint McElroy yes. Okay. Just then, the skimmer lands outside a very large sign, and right before the right before the screen kicks off, you hear uh, Parsons say, uh, "Bring her home to us, please." No. <laughs> okay. Little ma'am, thank you for your story. If that was to be a story, I have no interest in Mary. Uh, I will depart on my own way. Fare thee well to all of you. Uh, I'm for conquest beyond. That's a terrible idea. Sorry, demon? Oh, I, I, I'm, I said coward. You're oh, running geez. away is what you said, right? So you're going <laughs> to... I'm walking backwards away from this. <laughs> the demon thinks Cardala a coward. No, it's fine. I'll just do it on my own. I don't even need you. I mean, what could you possibly do to help? Um, Jump Boy and I will take care of it. Um, Jump you, Boy is very uh, just good. As she, gets, she gets as far as what could you possibly do to help? And Cardala uh, reaches her hands out of her like sort of long uh white cloak and slaps them together and creates a gust of wind in uh uh Nadia's direction. Um which let's see, that would be I guess will, since it's magic, basically. That is a zero that gets added to my will, which is a three. It says the opposition is generally fair with the with the uh creating a specific weather pa- weather pattern. So uh, three would be yep. the opposition. So I create a gust of wind towards her. Um, not like, you know, damaging, but basically, you know, s- super fast. Well, Nadia, what do you do? Oh, I, I take it. I'm, I'm goading Cardala. Yeah, it's um, definitely a reverse psychology situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I, s- I say it. I say it knocks you back a few feet. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of staggers you. Does not knock you over, but it does definitely push you back. And when when it pushes you back, it pushes you back against the hatch of the skimmer, and it pops open. Okay, so are we all going then? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down. Let's just not antagonize the Thunder God for the just like a general rule. Do you, Demon, admit now that you require the assistance of Cardala? Yes, you know I. I've seen the error of my ways, Cardinal, and I don't think we can do this without you. Thank you so much for helping us. Look to- now how the demon begs. <laughs> <laughs> Thus is the might of Cardala. Yes, you have convinced me. I take pity on you, lesser creature, and I will follow you to retrieve this Mary. I, I get a stromboli out of the skimmer, and I start, like, walking backwards with it, like, this way. The Thunder God is not a dog to be teased. Okay, I thought maybe it'd be, like I an- will, however, relieve you of this stromboli. I thought we might have a E.T. Reese's Pieces situation on our hands, but I was That's- mistaken. Yeah. All right, you step out of the skimmer, and there's a very large sign that says, Welcome to Hallelujah Land. Oh, jeez. Literally. Uh, and there is a, a street of 
I can I just say I'm so glad you guys tart Cardell into that because there's nothing I want to see more than the Bible theme park my dad made. Yay! There is a gold road. It's not real gold, or it would have been stripped by now. By the way, everything here is is in slight disrepair. Oh, so it's like my recurring nightmare of being in an abandoned amusement park. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> This is great. <laughs> Except there are apostles here. That, yeah. I, I may put spiders in there too, Trav. I know ah, you love spiders. cool. Can they be so robot Jesus this, spiders? You walk along this street of gold, and you come up to a gigantic wall, 50 feet high, with a giant white gate, which at some point probably was supposed to look like it was carved out of a single pearl, but it's fallen in kind of disrepair. But in front of this gate is a... Half of a statue, uh, you see a large mechanical framework of a man from like the waist up, arms outstretched, palms up, blocking you from getting to the gate. And as you approach, the eyes uh, light up in in this bizarre metal face. A lot of the the a lot of it has fallen apart, but you can still see the the metallic. And you can still see the palms. The palms are like, you know, eight feet across. They're huge. And a voice comes out of comes out of the head and says, um, "Step up and tell me of your faith. In what do you believe?" I mean, this is a very personal question, giant robot. I've it's, just met it's you, Saint Peter. No, I get it. Okay, I just want to make sure that was clear. That's what's going on. Uh, um, Nadia steps up. Uh, I believe in science and learning. I'm just there's trying. No, I'm just there's trying no to walk- response, by the way. I, I, uh, I feel like Remy's just like, this. what are we doing here? This is just a big animatronic guy. We're, we're, we don't need to be talking to this right now, I, don't, I feel like. Step up and tell me of your faith. In what do you believe? And you notice that these two hands are equidistant above the ground about three feet off the ground each uh like like scales okay yeah yeah i mean hard work and perseverance and dedication and loyalty and any of these the password or step up all right i tell me of your faith i jump up onto the left hand i think we have to step up literally good when you do the eyes light up and the voice says now, tell me of your faith. In what do you believe? And when you step up on that hand, it sinks to the ground. Nadia, mm-hmm. can you hop up, or Cardala, can you hop up in the other hand of this very I won't scary... Hop. Can, you climb, can you climb up? Yes, I <laughs> shall be judged. In what do you believe? Tell me of your faith. Jesus, Jesus in the Bible? This, is that it? Yes, like the little man said, Jesus and the Bible. When you say that, your hand, the hand that Cardala stands on, sinks all the way to the ground. Ah, you enjoy Jesus. <laughs> I, I love Jesus and the Bible that he wields. So terrible. <laughs> Very. He's like a co-worker. <laughs> yes, we called him Dave. Oh, jeez. All right, Nadia, what do you do? I don't know. <laughs> um, so right now, the hands are on the ground, right? No, no, no. Uh, when Cardala got on the palm and activated it, 
the it sank to the ground, and the hand that Remy was standing on raised up in the air. I walk under that hand. Okay. And I head for the gate. Still closed. I hit it really hard with a big hammer fist. Maybe. Wrong. Yes. Nothing. I will join the demon in this path. Uh, Cardall hops off and goes to punch the gate. Remy goes right down to the ground in his hand. Ow. Wong. Okay. I mean, we can make the hands move, and that's great. I think we have Card- to balance it out, maybe, like scales. Cardalla goes back to the her platform. Uh, Let's both say Jesus at the same time. One, two, three, y- Jesus. Yes, you count. One, two, three, Jesus. Jesus. Cardalla's hand goes down to the ground. Remy's goes up in the air. Oh, my gosh. We are both saying Jesus. Perhaps my faith is stronger than yours. I have spoken for many minutes about my love of Jesus and his terrible Bible. (laughs) Perhaps your faith in Jesus is not as strong as Cardala's. All right, Nadia, get over here and talk about how great science is. You must both believe in Jesus to equal my faith (laughs) in my my newfound faith in Jesus. All right, Nadia climbs up on the hand with Remy. Speak of your love of Jesus, Nadia. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Tell me of your faith. In what do you believe? I believe in science. Jesus. Oh, I thought we were doing... G- okay. And the hand that you are standing on starts to lower, and the hand that Cardala's on starts to raise. No, wait. Who is science? And No, no just kidding. And the hand, the hand with Remy and Cardala... I'm sorry, with Remy and Nadia. Nadia. Slowly sinks down the ground, but very slowly. I'll get off, and I think we're supposed to be balancing sort of faith and science at this point, right? I think that's what this statue is trying to get us to to do. Somebody could do an investigation check. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not (laughs) Cardinal. Okay. So uh, my investigation is plus three. I rolled zero. So that's three. I also got a three. Okay. You noticed that in the transition of the one arm coming down, when they were equidistant, when they were just about the same, the pearly gates uh, started to hum and vibrate a little bit. But then when you sank the rest of the way down, now this is with both of you on it. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting off. I think that's what we need to do. Some Cardala, you're on that hand. Nadia, you're on that hand. Nadia, you do all your science jazz. Okay. And Cardala, you talk about how great your your best friend Jesus is with his awesome vibe. Does anyone know anything else about Jesus? I feel like I'm beginning to repeat myself. Uh, he did, he made one fish turn into like a bunch of fish. Ah, this I can respect. Provider Jesus, the creator of fish. I love him very much, and I believe in him and his terrible scythe-like Bible. And Nadia, what's the best elements? Just start, just start science and give me that jazz. I'm... I'm not a chemist, you know I that. Just okay. say some like, science but, okay. stuff and how great it is. Uh, I like lasers and making fake skin and polymers and plastics and microchips, beakers and Bunsen burners and stuff. I love science. As you speak, your hand sinks, 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 and there's a moment again where they're the same distance off. When they're off, get off, get off. Uh, get then off. we get off. Then we get off. And the pearly gates open. Hey, we did it. Everything in moderation, folks. That's why I believe in science, Jesus. All right, so you follow this street of gold past the pearly gates. 
and you're you're walking around you eventually come up to a very large clearing and this clearing is full of wild i mean it's overgrown but it's kind of this this wild version of lilies of the valley uh so this field is 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 sprung up overgrown weedy but you can still see the lilies of the valley and um you walk into this clearing and what do you do okay i'm gonna okay. do notice yeah i, I, I can also great. i got a one on notice i got a zero i roll negative one plus my one equals zero the only thing you really notice is that even though this is overgrown, you can still see the uh, the street of gold stretching on ahead to uh, to a bunch of trees. And as you look through the trees, comes a woman riding on a unicorn. This is the weirdest Bible place ever because they definitely, I don't think, were in that one. And you hear a voice say. Isaiah 34, 7. And the unicorns shall come down with them, and the bullocks with the bulls, and their land shall be soaked up with blood. I was, I stand correct. And their dust made fat with fatness. There's unicorns in the Bible, y'all. Had no idea. And the unicorn trots up, and the woman gets off of the unicorn. Is it a robot woman? It is a robot woman, yes. And as she walks up, you hear a voice speak. And the voice says, Mark 6, 22, 25. When the daughter of Herodias came and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guests. And the king said, Ask me for everything you want and I'll give it to you. And he promised her an oath. Whatever you ask, I shall give you. She went out and asked her mother, what shall I ask for? And her mother said, I know this one. The head of John the Baptist. Aww. And at that point, the robotic woman pulls her hand out from behind her back. And sure enough, she has the severed head of a man. Her fingers tangled in his hair. Happy is it a robot? Everybody. Is it a robot head? It's a robot head. Okay. Uh, okay. And the robot woman screams, "Get out!" And when she says that, the eyes of the severed head opens and fix on you, and the head speaks. I'd listen to her, fellas. She always gets what she wants. Trust me. And the unicorn charges towards you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm Danielle Radford. I am Michael Eagle. And we are the hosts of Tights and Fights, Maximum Fun's newest podcast dedicated to all things wrestling. We'll be talking about Sasha Banks, the women's revolution, Sasha Banks, the brand split, and Sasha Banks' wigs. And we'll also be talking about wrestler fashion. Some wrestlers wear too many clothes. 
Some wrestlers don't wear enough clothes at all. And I'll be doing impressions of all your favorite wrestlers. New episodes Thursdays on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah, dig it. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Hey there, folks. I'm writer and performer Dave Holmes, and I host International Waters where we pair a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture trivia battle royale. Comedians like Josie Long. I worry that it makes me seem like I'm 80 years old, but Give I hurt my knee, and it is just on the mend, and I can't tell you how delightful that feels. If I want to walk down some stairs, I just go for it now. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela Watkins. We have a country where, like, our leaders actually deny global warming. <laughs> so we are going to have more beachfront property than any <laughs> other nation. I mean, it's going to shrink our country in half, but it's okay. But that's just more yeah. beach. And many more. Join us every other week on International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.